pickaxe. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Folks, welcome to Dungeons and Randomness. Since 2012, myself and an amazing cast of 18 have been telling stories in our homebrew world of Theria. Four different groups explore lost ruins, run for political office, rage against a mad king, set sail to long forgotten islands, and so much more. Every group has a different story and flavor, and every season or arc has a new set of groups and stories all building the history of our world with every single session. Literally hundreds of hours of stories are waiting for you as part of the Pickaxe Network. Check out Dungeons & Randomness wherever you get your podcasts, and we'll see you around the table. We come back in as Sentry holds this echo, this angelic, celestial-style echo in her hands. Mm. And Sentry, you feel the immense relief from this echo. It feels free, but there is a sense of urgency. Mm. There is something it needs to do, or it feels it needs to do. Maximilian uh, and Dana look cautiously, um, but don't say anything immediately. What's it saying? What's it doing? I can just feel it. It feels... It, it needs to do something. It needs to do something now. I don't know what it is. Pass it to me, Pass it to me, Guardian, and I can tell you. I can read all of these things. Messenger ring. I wouldn't do that. I, um, t- I too can do that. Oh, really? Yes. Oh, they did say... Yes. Can I get one of those? Can, can no. I, yeah, what does it say about... Um, yeah. Mm, I'm just like craning, trying to like... Fellow <laughs> sorcerer, I see. Your magic's innate. Can we read what? Spoke about... It's more than an eight. Mm. At least a nine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Funny little man. But a funny fellow. What do you mean? Elf. He's an Never elf. mind. Is the as for what's on these files, you don't need to know. I, I just want to see what's I'm sure you me. do, but I'm not going to be showing it to you. All right. Well, I understand. Uh, Maximilian's the the nice one, but I understand you're not going to trust us right away, and we are in something of a a binding predicament, aren't we? Well, we've got Past a guardian that can dictate. read an echo, a sorcerer that can read its aura. By all means. I'm here. It's the sole reason we're here. You're here. <laughs> Maximilian is like, it's fine, Dad. I'll allow them to do this. This, is, this does not interfere with our mission. It's not like we work for Hadar. I do dancing lights of red around my night. <laughs> 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 not the time to... Not the time! <laughs> so what, Lucius, you want to reach out? Uh, yeah. What's yeah. you want to try and do I'll let, I'll let Lucius reach out and touch Faith. Mm-hmm. Sure? <laughs> yeah. you, have you tried it yourself first? Well, 
I think I think you'd be the best no to try it. For you both to try. You've done this before. Where you can both. Yeah, can we both, both do it. You touched it before. You and me together. Very well. Touch and faith. If we both. Die, <laughs> okay. So you both hold on to the echo and you breathe deep, and sentry, you allow your matrix to connect to it to try and glean the information from it. With Lucius, it is a deeper, it's a mystical connection. You can feel the magic swelling in this creature, and the magic in you and a connection is formed, a bond. You both have flashes of memory. Not a specific moment, but multiple moments of years. It's all from the perspective of a, a being. You can't see yourself, but you instinctively know you are a guardian called Herald. You stand before the first memory. You are in a dark chamber. The heat is oppressive, swelteringly hot, impossibly dark, except before you, you can see a huge being, 20 feet tall, but it is buried beneath rubble, parts of it sealed away by cooled magma. It is a guardian, but not just a guardian, Mm. the guardian. You stand before the prime. An impossible androgynous figure, tall, royal almost. Its matrix, like a galaxy of colors, swirls in its chest and his eyes stare down to you. Herald, go to the city of glass. Await the successor. This is your mission. This is your purpose. The memory shifts, fades. You walk through the streets of the city of glass for the first time. It's empty, barren. There is no life here. There is a sadness that dwells in you. Your only companion is Echo, golden light in darkness. And years go by, no successor comes. You feel yourself beginning to fade as your own life comes to an end. You desperately begin putting out a call. Find the Prime. Find me. Come to the City of Glass. The successor doesn't come. Your more years go past. You're near the end of your life. So you put out another call. You hope that another guardian will come. Maybe you can task them with your mission. And one comes. A young scout an unimportant guardian in the grand hierarchy, in the grand scheme of destiny, unimportant. But one comes, it finds you, you become your friend. But they can't carry on your mission. They are not herald. That is not their purpose. And you face a terrible choice. You have the power to give life to guardians, to give life to a fallen guardian once more, but that means you also have the power to take life. Your mission is to wait for the successor. You cannot fail. So you consume him, your friend. You crawl up on him when he sleeps, when he rests. 
and you drain the life from him and watch as he turns feral. But you have new life to wait for the successor, to complete your mission. More guardians come. You form a community. But one by one, as your years drift away, you know you have to keep stealing that life to keep your mission. More and more guardians turn feral. The last memory, you stand atop a throne of broken guardians. You rule this domain. All you want is more life, more fuel, more power. There is a part of you that remembers why you were here, that remembers who you were. There is a part of you remembers that you were an agent of good for the people, for the guardians of Varroas. You walk to the edges of the glass scar. You take Echo, who has watched you suffer through all of this, and into Echo you instill every last bit of goodness you still have as you place him into the containment prism and leave him there. And the hunger comes. And that's where the memory ends. Oh, man, I got chills. Oh. Damn. That's a spicy meatball. <laughs> it's the spiciest meatball, Mark. Holy I, I shit. I think we had some confusion over the prime, because I was like, I mm. thought the prime was man, like, yeah. or male. Like, yeah, so I didn't think this was no. primey boy. I think the only prime we ever saw, or century ever saw, was the angelic wings. Well, the thing telling us. Well, I went, I went back to my prime. notes to the first vision <clears throat> in Dwellenden, and it was like, yeah, male, male voice. And we've oh. only ever heard male voice come out of Sentry when... Oh, yeah. 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 But you have that very clear memory of Harold put out the message to come here to find the Prime. Because it point needed. Mm. This is at the point of, like, I just want to eat Guardians. There, well, no, she put out the message when she still wanted to accomplish her mission, oh, and then she... but felt like, I'm going to die if I don't find a way to keep myself going. Right. Yeah. It's that horrible thing of so desperate to fulfill her purpose, and the two of you can infer this from the memories very easily, so desperate to fulfill her purpose yeah. that she, she did something unthinkable. But you, and so the, the main thing though is, is you know that in this echo, and, and essentially you know how echoes are, they contain fragments of you. They are echoes of yourself. In this echo is everything that was good about Harold. Yeah. In this thing. And she must have put it here to protect it probably from herself and from others as well okay so that's there's a there's a glimmer of hope Mm, my theory was right kind of (laughs) a little bit wrong but maximilian uh waits very patiently danver is kind of watching curiously as you're both examining this i know where the prize um and maximilian just is uh waits were you successful does it contain any information or clues about how to defeat this corrupted guardian? He's is she's not corrupted. She's I mean this is very clear, Sentry, that this thing is corrupted by the Craven Star. It consumes its own kind. Only to keep its purpose going. Only to ensure it has enough life to complete its mission. It's still beyond the realms of any sentient being's choice. It is no different to the undead monstrosities that Hadar creates. It, can, it destroys to perpetuate itself. But we can, we can fix it. We don't have to destroy it. Hmm. We, just need, we need to find a way of returning this guardian to it. 
Or this, this echo to it. You are idealistic, as Callus said, all of you. I'm sorry, Sentry. I have to agree with Maximilian. Although I understand I, I was the Herald, its choice to remain here to fulfill its duty should not have been superseded by consuming its own kind. Mm. Its duty should have ended there rather than destroying more guardians. Is that really the purpose of the Prime? But what is the, what is the Prime? What? It's clearly very, very important. So much so that this Herald gave up its sanity and consumed other guardians for its purpose. If we destroy it, we will never, we'll never know. We'll never know what it is. We will. It, the echo has everything left. But does the echo um, say anything about who the successor might be? Any redeeming, any identifying features? Any? No. no. The memories were scattered. It didn't have all of the memories. The I only thing they, it really said. They communicated all the stuff they saw, right? Yeah. Also. They seem to have set out multiple desperate calls to find the Prime. I think almost every Guardian must have received it. But what if it was one that was asleep for a long time? I mean, there's every chance, Sentry. But at the same time, there's also every chance it may not be. Look how many this Herald consumed because they were all led to the Prime. Do you remember the one Guardian that um, Breeze? Rama mentioned the one that was looking for the Prime. Yes. But everyone else was looking for the Herald. Maybe that's connected in some way. Maybe the one that was looking for the Prime is the friend, the original friend of the Herald, anyway. Interesting. Some sort of uh, magical communication over great distances, entirely within their own kind. Guardians truly are a bit of a magical marvel. I, I fear the safety of this Echo if we are to go anywhere near Herald in her current form. I fear that it may destroy what's left of the goodness that's remained instilled in this. Then maybe we just keep it, uh, keep it safe, I suppose. I, I don't know. Lucius wouldn't know this, because Lucius isn't a guardian. You don't know that? <laughs> <laughs> Pulls off his mask. The echo... It's true, what Lucius says. The echo could become corrupted. But the echo by itself can't do anything. It's a whisper, a, a tear in the rain. But there is a possibility that Echoes can transfer back to their Guardians. Same way that when you send Echo out to scout, you can retrieve those memories. You can, if you were to be knocked unconscious, if you were to lose your memory but Echo was to continue, you could take that information back as your own. If you were to, if your personality was to become corrupted, that Echo can be used to almost restore you to who you were. There's a chance that it could work the other way. That this Echo could yeah. If you could render that, if you could render Herald unconscious, you could force it to replace its matrix. That's only something Sentry would know because that's what you are. You know you could do that. 
you know, your friends, your friends even used parts of Echo to help restore you to life when you were resurrected. Yeah. So it's symbiotic in symbiotic, a way. But both ways. It's yeah. a risk. But there's also a hope. Yeah. That's what you need to decide you want to do. Well. Whatever you decide, can we have an agreement that we will work together to try and stop this creature? And I suppose you'll be logging all the information you find on us? Dan is like, I've certainly taken a note of everything you've said about Guardians. It is something that we are interested in. It is a technology beyond even the great Emperor's finest artifices. But, of course, but... Just because we learn something from each other does not mean that that means no reason we cannot work together. I'm sure that you will learn something about myself and Knight, uh, Knight Maximilian here. Think of it this way. Right now, we could be enemies. We could fight each other or we can go our separate ways, try and fight this thing separately. But together, we stand a better chance. If it helps, and I know that from... From your perspective, you have no reason to trust me. And he stands up straight and he puts the greatsword in the ground. I swear upon the three rings of Gideon Prime, as a knight of Gideon and forsworn in the ancient oaths for Emperor Vicarian, I, Maximilian... Taldros. Taldros will take, will not bring you to harm and will defend you as best as I can until this mission is complete... As long as we do not interfere with each other, I will not harm you in any way until our next meeting. Until our next meeting. I cannot promise that my emperor will not command me to try and fight you. But for now. Dana, does Dana have a cool swear? Dana is not a knight of Gideon. She is a sorceress, and so she is prone to her own whims. But he nods at her. I'm not going to do anything if Maximilian's not going to. I'm not going to try and fight you on my own. I'm not that stupid. If he's sworn his stupid fucking vows, then I'm a bit out of luck, even if I wanted to, which I don't. You've got a... St- you Erosians, what do you think, that we're all just trying to kill all of you all of the time? No. Well, I'm here after magical knowledge. I don't care. I mean, that's been our experience with everyone from Starbane's forces so far. You have been unfortunate to deal with the remnant, I'm sure, these... The ones who were left behind, the ancestors of our old forces. Shansara tried to kill us. You've met Shansara? <clears throat> no. Interesting. She is a propagandist and she is a fanatic, uh, an insane fanatic at that. I'm not surprised. She is a little unstable. Just a bit. Um, well, I mean, at least we have a joint goal. It does make sense. Unfortunately for us. Do we, Sentry? They want to destroy this, Harold. At least, well... There's things... I wish to see its corruption brought to an end. If you genuinely believe, and I know you're kind, we have many reports of Guardians and of you. In fact, I know one who speaks very highly of you. If you say you know of the Emperor's secret. Oh. 
The V, mm. the, the big V. Valor. Okay. We may speak of her. She speaks highly of you. If you genuinely believe that you have a way to stop this creature, remove its corruption, without destroying it, I will give you the opportunity. But it will be a chance. If I fear that that has failed, if I fear that it has influenced you, I will destroy it. I make you this promise now. At least tr- let's try it just once, and then, then we'll do it the hard way <laughs> if it fails. You know your kind the best. If you truly think this is possible, I say we go for it. I'll try and make it work. No. I believe in Sentry's idea. Thank My you. worry is Hadar. We didn't see anything in the memories of the corruption leading to Hadar. Oh, I have a theory about that. Okay. Hadar is the destruction of life. So if someone does something like a guardian that fundamentally is good, like take other people's lives to feed their own, that very act is evil. So it corrupts it, it makes it evil. Remember Breeze? He would take life and transfer it. I don't know if he's Hadar touched, maybe he's on his way there, but I think there could be something in that. Why do you keep doing that? You are very smart, Novavija. Your theory is very correct. Hadar's presence is more than just... The Craven Star does not need to have direct access to an individual to corrupt it. It is not necessarily just the act of destroying life. Sometimes there are very justified reasons to destroy life. A man seeks to harm you and your family and you kill him in return. That would not invoke Hadar's corruption. It is the essence of consuming for the sake of destruction, for entropy. What I have witnessed of this herald is that perhaps whilst once, from what you say, she is consuming to preserve a mission, that has now become uh, hubris. She consumes because she can, because these guardians constantly come to this place seeking some sort of angel, and instead they find simple destruction, entropy. This is what Hadar, this is what the Craven Star represents, hunger. Uh, The need to destroy, to feed oneself for no other reason than because it wants to. You, You said from your vision, hunger. The hunger took the herald. Yeah. Every Herald Hadar touch we've met has always spoken of hunger. Mm. It is an ever-expanding star of death. It consumes everything it touches, constantly growing. It has no need to feed in this manner, but it does, because it is, is, it is entropy. It is inevitable death. Kind this of- is why it is the greatest enemy this galaxy, this universe faces. This is why the Emperor's will must be followed. I wonder if the Emperor's will is out of guilt. Guilt? You speak of things you do not know, Lucius of Erois. You have no idea of what my Emperor has done, or what he has achieved. You call him Starbane, and he calls himself Starbane, I understand, but he has many names. To me, he will always be the hero of Gideon Prime, the one who saved my homeworld. Yes. He is the great uplifter. He has risen many planets to technology they didn't possess. He has lifted their culture. He is the reclaimer. The cost is Hadar? No, the cost is of personal freedoms in exchange for service for a greater, safer galaxy. 
Gideon Prime, I remember now. That's why it sounds so familiar. Your planet is thriving, isn't it? Indeed. It was not once. It was threatened by... We call it... Uh, I'm trying to think. A common name for it is an abyssal dreadnought. It is a servant of Hadar. It is a, a, cre- a thing it creates by... Uh, from its malicious will. It seeks only to consume planets. One attacked my homeworld long, long ago. And that is when the Emperor's great ships appeared in the vast astral space. They suffered huge losses, pulling it away, saving my world. And eventually they destroyed it. The Emperor himself was the one who delivered the final blow, inside of its own stomach. That is why I'm a Knight of Gideon. It is the highest honour of my planet to ascend, to be so martially trained, practised in magic and technology, to serve the Emperor in the manner that I do. I do not say this to preach, but to give you understanding. I understand. You have been taught one thing of my world, of my emperor, and perhaps you have seen a darker side to what is necessary to control the galaxy. But it is necessary. Of that, I have unshakable will. So all that death and solving was necessary. I do not relish death in war. War is nothing to ever be celebrated. But if we do not all fight, if, we, if a planet tries to hide, tries to be independent, it weakens everything else. There, are, there is more to it than that. If Aroes was to remain free because your goddess wished it, what of the other planets in the galaxy that are unhappy with things? Should they be let free? What if we need their troops, their resources, their weapons? What right do you have? The right to protect. Without the Emperor, the Craven Star will not stop. It will consume this world, it will consume you, it will consume the next. It will consume the very space between the stars. It is not a pleasant thing my emperor does. I understand this. But I have no doubt that it is necessary. But let us put these matters aside for now and focus on the current situation at hand. Nothing has broken through your friend, so I'm assuming that perhaps we may be safe to emerge and make our way inside the deeper city. Okay, so... We return the Echo to the Herald. Mm. Hopefully, that will restore whatever goodness is inside it. Hopefully. I wonder if we have to incapacitate You do. Herald. Like, mm. I'll say this a century, it needs to be incapacitated. You need to make it unconscious or dying, effectively. You'll need to... At zero hit points. <laughs> Just to we break, to break, the, to break the immersion for a little bit. You don't get out of it that easy. You okay. still have to fight it. In that case, keep it hidden while it's still. Keep it secret. Yeah. Keep, while it's still aware, we don't yeah. want it to corrupt it in its wakened state. Okay. We bring it to it when it's unconscious. Yep. Um, well, it's just going to float by Sentry. It doesn't seem to want to leave Sentry's side. 
Okay. Good. Where's the pseudo dragon with me? No. Stayed on the ship. ship. Cool. Sniffing out my quarters. Cool. What lines in my quarters? <laughs> I'm gonna be in jail soon. Um <laughs> But which one? Gideon Prime Jail? Fucking nice. <laughs> oh, it's nice up there. It's nice. They don't have jails anymore. I give you mobile phones and everything. It's pretty. It's 5G. <laughs> do you know what I like? Nobody questioned how you do it. I know, right? <laughs> I laid it right out there. All right. There's a mochi hair on my cake. Nice. Yeah, it's a little gift. <laughs> um, okay. So, how do we get the Herald to come to us then? Ideally, we don't want to go to it. I mean, it's a big red light flashing in the sky. Do we just make ourselves known? Or Also, fighting with glass surrounding us, it might be quite difficult to understand where the walls are. Yeah, we need to get it somewhere open. We could lead it. There is not far from here. There is a, a decent place for combat. There's an old temple, I believe, to one of your gods. Would we not be surrounded by feral guardians if we make a noise? Likely. If you wish to try and draw it to you, that will attract attention. But there are more of us now. What do we know? If you wish to handle the Herald, Dana and myself could try and hold back any others that approach. Oh, yeah. And we're going to make a lot of noise. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. A lot of them. Yes. I'm okay. okay with that plan. <clears throat> yeah. I mean, I guess let's go to the temple. It's a good way to single it out for at least as long as we need to be singled out for. Um, Very well. Come. I worry for you, Sentry. It's managed to create a pile of guardians, a throne almost, as if it's able to persuade that what this guardian is doing is the right thing. Yeah. So just be sure that the words that they speak, don't let them get to you. I will, thank you. Uh, can I suggest we maybe take a little rest first? That's a good idea. A short rest? I personally would like a longer rest, but... Don't know, eight hours. Quite dark well, outside start, as well. Start rolling up that nice random encounters. Let's see if they find you. <laughs> what? Yeah, come on. Look at that roll. I can roll it. Whole body Just roll. let me do it. Let me do it. I want to roll it. Come on. Come on. I'll tuck up next to these uh, killed corpses. <laughs> Kill corpses. Hmm. So what's the plan? You want to take a short rest? You want to take a long rest? What do you want to do? What do you need? Hmm? Nova. Spooky well, time. if I do a short rest, I get all my spell shots back. If I do a long rest, all HP. Levitate slow and two, two? Levitate and slow. Meh. Who needs them? <laughs> I think my tomb's back. Eh. Eh. It's short rest. How injured are most of you? I have 40 out of 56. I'm tip top. Tip top? 56 about out of 20 down. You're about 20 down and you're. Uh, 50, uh, so I'm only like 10 down. You're only 10 no, down. with a little lay on hands. Maximilian will oh. speak a word. Uh-oh. Oh my god, he's healing us. He will. What the or hell? A little bit of healing. He can't do much. It's like Starbeam's in you. Sentry, <laughs> you are the most injured. Nine hit points back. Oh, thank you, Agent and, of Starbeam. And he literally, yeah, you just see him close his eyes and he speaks... Um, he speaks like a, 
a word in an old language. Uh, not co- it's common, but it, it's obviously from another world. Um, and this, you, you feel like this wave of healing energy hit you. Mm. Um, Thank you. You are welcome. If we are to battle, you should be in as best a condition as you can be. Are you taking some time to rest? I wouldn't mind a short, a little, a little bubble. We can actually update Ayla on the situation <laughs> with the messenger ring. Yeah. I, mean, I guess she heard that. And anything else that we said through the messenger ring. Yeah, I'm sure it was weird um, fragments though. Like, yeah, yeah, I think messenger ring Ayla is like, yeah, I got most of it. Like, I think there's still some monsters out here, but most of them are leaving now. Well, I've I've mended the crossbar. You want me to come down? Yes, let's take a short rest. Okay. Who are you talking to, by the way? Oh, uh, Forces of Starbane. Uh, Dana is like, oh shit, there's another one coming. Um, and then Ada kind of like appears. Fuck! <laughs> <laughs> Who's this guy? <laughs> uh, it's okay, it's okay. This is Maximilian, this is Dana. Um, They're Starbane people. They are, they are. But. Are you okay with this? It's, well, it's, I'm gonna have okay, to. Okay, you're be. not okay with it, but you're willing to be I'm okay. I'm willing to be okay with this, yes. As long as Sentry's okay with They're us. willing to help us with our goal. Okay. And we're willing to help them with... The, we share a goal. He's a big guy. I like his sword. Okay. Don't... <laughs> no threats. We're, for the time being, She's a bit allies. of a feisty one, isn't she? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, she's a delight. Um, <laughs> let's have a little rest. Sure. Before we head up. And then figure out how to get to this temple and fight Hadar Touched Herald. Oh boy. Does it smell of corpse in this room? It weirdly doesn't. It's some, yeah, it's like maybe the nature of the room, but the smell isn't there. There's how blood many, and bodies. How many bodies are there? It's like eight, nine. But yeah. Is there but, like a side room? But they're like, they're preserved almost, right? All right. Do they look like eight or nine low-level scrubs? They look like a mixture of technicians or like scientists and then guards, basically. Okay. Like, like well-armed, well-armored guards. Are there any like Starbane iPads or anything around? Nothing. Only, he already said that they were either broken or he's reclaimed them. So Maximilian's got any, he's not going to leave the intel around. It's not just juicy. Like, I lost all my shit on the ship. I've got to rebuild my collection. (laughs) I wonder if um, it was the Herald that tried to come back and reclaim Echo. That caused this. Maybe it was. Well, I don't know. But couldn't get through its own. Maybe. Protection. Could be. Unfortunately, it's difficult to tell. I do think that there were more than one creature in here when I examined the bodies. They've been torn apart mainly. And whatever magic is in this room has preserved their bodies quite well. The plot thickens. Mm. I guess looking at the bodies, they're scratchy, they're teary, they're rippy, right? They're real dead, boys. They're real dead. Yeah. Big thing. But like crunchy dead. No, it looks like lots of small things. Like okay. lots of man-sized things have yeah. gone feral. I was trying to figure out. Okay. Yeah, it's not hard to figure out. Okay, cool. Cool. All right, so you take a short rest. You can take a short rest if you want. Yes, please. Why not? Um, I think Maximilian would go over to Nova while you're resting. Oh, hey, I'm trying to rest here, buddy. I'm resting here. I'm resting hey, here. Hey, buddy. Let me just press the button. I don't think I get anything for short rest. I actually have no hit dice. You can spend hit dice. <laughs> I'm already at max. I was wondering if there was anything that resets. Nope. Like feats or anything. Nope. You can spend your sorcery points if you want to get 
spell slots back, but you can do that anytime. I'm all good. I think you use cantrips right. mainly. I get magic slots. I was min-maxing that last combat. Tombies um, does Ayla have any hit dice left? Hex stuff. She's got one. Let's spend it. Why not? Why not? Sorry, Katie. My, uh, my Hadar Six Starbane plus is four is ten. His drive to conquer and... I think they're brothers. They're not brothers. <laughs> they are not brothers. <laughs> and also that's weird. Do you think Starbane is Hadar's Bradar? Bradar. Hadar brother. Don't do that. That was said it. Trots. It was one of those times where I started doing that and I was like, this is fucking weird. <laughs> This is fucking you know, I've committed to this now, it's too late. <laughs> also brothers. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? Where did that come from? You want to describe that action for the podcast? You're going to get the role play now, I'm sorry. Maximilian right. walks away. No. Shit. It's because I'm an only child. <laughs> right. Cool. So after your short rest... No, seriously, you're not... De- no, 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 come on! I, it wasn't... I was literally just going to be like, oh, so you're Nova Regium. I have... Yeah, mm. It wasn't going to be anything. It's just going to wind me up even more, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah. For fuck's sake. It's going to like secret symbol I can do. After your short rest, make your way upstairs. Listen. Rama is like, who are these people? You give him the gist. He's like, okay. <laughs> Let's go stop a crazy guardian. <laughs> yeah. Um, and you listen and it doesn't sound like there are any feral guardians out there for the time being. Um, Dana goes up to your, where you made the crossbar and gets a finger and you see like an intense flame kind of encapsulates it and she just <laughs> through your like nice blue torch finger <laughs> now you see where the lock was broke because <laughs> uh, there was two of them <laughs> <laughs> and it opens up and then yeah you creep your way out um, Maximilian actually leads you and he seems to have no trouble seeing at night time <clears throat> even though he you know, looks humanoid mainly um, the two of them lead you through the city streets to a part of a, the ruined city where parts of it do begin to border on the glass city. Um, but what you see is a large open plaza with kind of broken bits of iron fencing, various columns and buildings surrounding it. But at the end, there is a kind of risen up stone platform that leads to a temple of Siaska. And you can see... Um, there's not just a temple of Siaska, but Sentry, you would recognize. You'd be the only one to recognize this. That there is a large, uh, like, glass-stained window at the front of the temple, which has miraculously survived somehow. Cool. Probably enhanced by magic. Mm. But it depicts Queen Astoria of Solvin reaching mm. up with a wand, and Siaska is touching the tip of the wand, very Sistine Chapel-esque. Oh. Um, but she's kind of reaching the wand up, her long kind of flowing hair falling down, um, this being the queen region of the Solvin region, the exalted. I can't like, um, stop, like in my, like just stop walking for a second and just look at it. Mm. And just what's, take it in. What's that, Sentry? It's, it's the queen of Solvin. It's, it's her. Oh, so you're, you were employed by her? Yeah. Ah, you were a servant of the crown. I was. Mm. I think he like looks up Nods. Takes a moment. Doesn't say anything. Lets you kind of have a moment. What is the um, what is her wand? It, it's just like her symbol because she was she was a mage. She was a wizard. She was like, you know, that was her uh, like rather than a sword. It was like her symbol of authority was this rod. Right. Um, yeah. Anti-feral wand. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> it's nothing. I mean, it is something, but it's like sensory. I don't think like you wouldn't know the specific details of no. it. It's just her legendary. It's just what she, she had? What she had? Like, it's, it's a powerful magic. Yeah. Card, but you don't know what it's called and stuff no. like that. But Queen Astoria carried this powerful rod into battle and stuff. Yeah. One day. It yeah. will be mine. That's definitely a thing which you could look for if you wanted. It will be mine. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, you, he leads you there and he points out, he's like, the buildings here create something of a uh, more defensible position. They can't reach around the back of the temple. There is a large ravine back there, which means they have to come from this direction or this direction. Um, oh, obviously, yeah. the Herald can fly, but her any ground-based... <coughs> creatures would need to come from these directions. I can block off one of the directions with a magic circle. Hmm. You could certainly try. Um, I mean, they're undead, right? The uh, guardians and the spirits. Yes, yes. Um, so how, that's one side covered. How wide can this circle be? The main concourse is very wide. I'm not sure. Wide enough. Concourse is about 10 feet by 10 feet, right? No. You can probably block off like an alleyway with it. I can do it as a 20-foot tall cylinder. Could I just do it as a cylinder on its side? Even <laughs> then, 20 feet isn't that big. Again, you can block off, like, a side street with this thing, at best. It's something. It's something. I and mean, yeah, you, in theory, I don't see any reason you couldn't put the magic circle on a wall. So yeah. that the, the <laughs> so could I cover a 20-foot distance with a magic sure. circle? Sure, yeah, you paint a magic circle on a wall. So on, the, on this map here that you can see before you... Sure. Uh, no. So these areas, imagine that this big stone is like a part of a building. These are like side streets. Oh, okay, so you can And then you have the main concourse down there. Right. Everything, so basically the enemies can come from these t- four side streets four. or that concourse. Mm. Um, mm. Okay, and I can block off about two-thirds of one of those four. Like half of it. Yeah, I, I would. For, don't worry too much about the map distance. You can block off any one of those side streets. Okay, doing it. Magic circle. I mean, Which help. one would you like to block off? Um, I guess we're going to be here, right? We're going to be like in the middle, fighting this thing. So I guess there's still a chance of stuff coming from behind us, right? Or this side? No, not from here. This side. That's the main concourse. The main yeah. Concourse. So I'm going to put your like a spiritual weapon. So which one do you want to block off? Oh, uh, that one. Be this fun. one. All right. Okay. So cool. it's blocked off. Dan is like, I can block off one with a wall of fire. That should keep out most of the, the base guardians. Uh, Glass people, maybe not. Yes, the spirits will be more difficult. But perhaps they won't come. Mm. Anyone else got any walls? I can concentrate a moonbeam. Uh, I could... Remember, remember that you will likely need to focus on the herald. Yeah. I, I could conjure a fire elemental, I think. Yes, that would be most useful. Perhaps away from this specific area. Uh, down the street, perhaps. Elementals have a habit of breaking free of control. Yeah, I don't really know how much I can control. Just let it take attention up, up here somewhere, maybe. Yes, okay. or perhaps wait for the... Once we know where they're coming from, let one loose down a side street, and hopefully it will be drawn away by the Guardians. That is a clever tactic. Okay. And take out the red crystal that I got from somewhere. Yep, I remember where you got it from, don't worry. Uh, so shall I summon it, summon it now, or, or when we know? No, I would wait until they are upon us. Yes, use it. Just in case we lose control. Yeah. Do, do you want it to... I'm talking to Maximilian. Why, you would trust me with this. 
well, we are fighting on the same side. And I'm kind of, I'm stood in front of him and I kind of try and give him like a really sly wink. Like My people have an affinity with fire. It will help. If you trust me. Team, you know me. Ah, you said he wasn't going to hurt us. Until the next time we meet. No. I will use it now, I assure you. Here. Takes it, mark it off your sheet. Puts it like into like a component on of his belt. Um, very well. Uh, if you have a plan to draw her attention, if she knows you have the echo, mm. I imagine that will draw it. Yeah. I will take my position, and he gestures to a side street. Dana, come with, you will take on another one. We will do our best to buy you as much time as possible. Okay. I suggest you deal with it quickly. As quick as we can. So he is going to mark off a corridor here. Denver is going to mark off a corridor here. Okay, so the entire east side is blocked by them. And then basically, I'm going to wait until it actually happens, but Denver is also going to create a wall of fire on this side. Nice. Okay, so pretty much every entrance blocked. Yeah. And it'll basically extend. Apart from this there. big old boy. Apart from on the area behind us where we came in. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's fine. Uh, yeah. <clears throat> okay. So, what'd you do? Do you want to take any more prep? Ada is like, cool. <laughs> we're ready. Then. Do you want to position yourself? Okay. Uh, Rammer as well will actually back up um, Dana because he's like, listen, you're fighting some sort of crazy guardian angel woman. I'm going to go with that strange looking dwarf woman <clears throat> and help her because I don't think I'm going to be much use. Okay. Fair um, enough. If that's all right. I, Sir. I might go distancy. Pew, pew, pew. That's okay. my plan. I will be within spell shot of you, Sentry. Okay. What if we all hide so Sentry is the central figure and then we can maybe jump it? Okay. It could be the surprise element, yes. Yeah. In that case, I'm here. Should we all go up into the actual. What is this building up here? It's the temple. Okay. It's ruined. It's partially collapsed, but. I, mean, I suppose we could all hang out. So you're just hiding behind the fountain. Bit of high ground. I have the high ground now! <laughs> I would, uh, yeah, generally those two side streets are going to be swarming with enemies. I would not position yourself near those side streets where they are defending. Uh, sure. Uh, does the temple look pretty empty? Like... It's empty, but it's dilapidated and it's all open. Once you're in, there's not really room to fight inside. Yeah, it's like here. a shrine more than an actual big temple. Can I go maybe by the entrance? It's like up here. Yeah. So wherever you want. Yeah. Okay, so you we'll guys tell Ayla where to go. You guys decide where you want to go. Push this back a little. Yeah. Ayla, yeah. I believe you should. Huh? Back up Sentry when you can. Okay. As soon as. As soon as I see it, I smash. Yes. Yes. Great. Stay within Smashing distance of us. Yes. Okay. Sure. Okay. Sentry. Uh, yep. I think this is you now. Okay. Right. What do you do, Sentry? Um, I guess I'll just hold the echo above my head, just aloft. Harold, I have your echo. You're shouting out. Yeah. Come and claim him. If you want him, come and claim him. Nice. You're dead. Insta-killed. The, the insta-killed. Laser, laser on the forehead. Boom. <laughs> and then I guess, I guess I'll cast Moonbeam as well, like just in front of me. So it just makes, like, so it makes like a beacon. Okay, oh, so you're using it as a beacon. A beacon. Okay, to come yeah, find that, or that will definitely work. 
Harold, uh, like, I have your echo. Boom, moonbeam. Yeah, nice. absolutely. Yeah. Better than lightning. Yeah. <laughs> Big um, too. Louder. Lightning's louder. Yeah, no, lightning no. is a lot louder actually. I imagine moonbeam sounds like. Moon. <laughs> oh, that's okay. like a nice. Just a cradle beam, isn't moon. it? <coughs> no moon. I am the moon. <laughs> I am the moon. Everybody, look at the moon. Oh. <laughs> Serious. The beam of light from the spell echoes up into the sky, the dark night sky. Only the soft, multicolored hue of the cradle casts any light in this area, in the roaring flames of the wall of fire. As you call it out, I have your echo. Mournful wail. <gasps> Echoes. Moments pass. Minutes turn into nearly an hour. And you begin to hear Scraping, crawling, sounds of anguished cries and screams. There's dozens of feral guardians, 40, 50 of them, come pouring in from all different directions, hundreds. Some of them slam up against the magic circle's sphere, unable to comprehend why they can't get past it, trying to scramble up the walls. Several of them pushed back by the wall of flames. Dozen more come towards the side. Maximilian turns to all of you as a rushing tide of these feral guardians comes towards him. He kind of gets the sword ready, slams it once against his armor, and the blade erupts into a green flame. Oh, green frame break! He turns to all of you, raises the sword in like a salute. Praxis fall! And then he charges towards the enemies, and he begins oh. launching into it. And you know what, fuck it, I'm starving now. <laughs> <laughs> so Come on, cool. right? It's so easy. You see Dana. <laughs> More of these guardians rush towards the Durgar woman, the dwarf, and you just watch as her eyes burst into like roaring embers. She actually lifts off the ground as her feet and body is erupted in flame. And she just... As these bolts of flame come launching out of her, soar, scoring into the fields. Rama does his best. Any they get close to her, he's just trying to fight them off, like stabbing them in the back as they're distracted. Gun explodes. He's in the thick of it. <laughs> he is, yeah. But for all of you, there is something far, far more immediate. Here we go, here we go, here we, here we go. Yo. Oh, shit. Here she is. Oh, no. Oh, that's I'm a really sure cool mini. So an angelic mini with a reaper. That's Let's, well uh, this size. Is the guardian thing. Can you put these figures? Oh, there's the more than just her. Yeah. Yes. Sentry, you are immediately drawn. Guardian. First of all, you hear the beating of these wings, these kind of pulsing energy sounds. As you see this floating guardian, her body once lithe is now almost seems gaunt for a guardian's, skeletal almost. Mm. These tattered robes hang off of her that she didn't have, almost like a trailing ribbons of dark cloth as she holds in her hands a staff that's been augmented now with a serrated scythe blade. Oh. And she just floats, the red eye looks down. No. Destroy it. Take that thing away! Why have you brought it here? You. 
the successor. You can't be here. You'll ruin everything. No! Oh, Rook! God. She points down the street and Sentry... More than her, you see three guardians oh. on either side of a, another guardian, a figure. And it's one you know. Oh, shit. An imposing, tall, muscular guardian with a kind of metal crown studded onto his head. Oh, fuck. Wearing the tabard of Solvin, a broken royal shield in his hands, and a sword that to all of you appears beautiful, a mithril perfect blade, golden hilt entwined leaves and vines, and as a pommel, a ruby carved like a rose. You don't need to make a check to know what this is. This sword is a na- is, has a name and a twin. It is called Her Majesty's Rose. Only two of them were ever made, both by Queen Astoria herself of Solvin and given to her royal guards. This guardian you see before you is called Rook, and he was a mentor. He was a superior in Solvin. He is a royal guard of Solvin. And lurching, stumbling, his robe tattered, his tabard tattered as he stumbles, just like the rest of these ferals. Kill them! Kill them all! And that's when we roll initiative. Oh, shit. Oh, this is so <laughs> fucking cool. Oh. <laughs> what was your... Just rolled it into your pile. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, what? Oh, <laughs> shit. Nah, no, I'll count it. I'm so okay. scared. Um, oh. 18. Ah, Her Majesty's Rose. That's cool. Fuck. This is awesome. I want a ruby pommel. One day. It would be mine. <laughs> I have the wand of Astoria, the sword of Astoria. Yeah, I need it all. Hexblade yeah. Warlock! Can't go again! That really uh, wouldn't trigger you, would it, Sentry? Like, just seeing that thing everywhere! Maybe you get the hint that Mark's trying to give Sentry a cool thing. <laughs> you know what, this right. suits Lucy. <laughs> I think Ayla could do with it, though, right? Sentry, initiative. Nine. Nine. Ayla, which I've not rolled yet. Uh, 17. I like how he's Quill. Rook. 13. He's cool. Yeah. Nova. 18. Chess piece. Yeah, Lucius. Um, 16. Where's Bishop? Hey, maybe that's the other royal guard. Oh, shit. Oh. These just pawns. No, these aren't named. These are just random guardians. They all look different as well. They're kind of like a mix of scouts and laborers and everything else, but he. You mean you can tell this guy is different? Just the way he's built, the way he moves, everything about him. It looks like Sentry. It almost looks like a version of Sentry in a way. We burned. Uh, the first one to go is the Herald. Oh my oh, god, what? Shit. <laughs> what did you roll? <laughs> 21 for her. Our initiatives are always bad. Yeah, this yeah. is one of my better ones too. <laughs> Slow would have been real good on this. <laughs> Herald comes flying in. Oh, has she uh, seen us? Um, probably. Okay, I was just wondering if we did Are you going to did say you wanted to hide? Make yeah. stop checks. Um, yeah, she's seen me. Yeah, probably seen me. Eight. Eight? I got like two, four. She's seen Ayla. Nineteen. Nineteen. She hasn't seen Lucius. Nice. Oh, I know Sid, don't worry. I just want to... 
Get a little bit in. Oh, like we're gonna wrap up in ten minutes. Just. Oh yeah. Um, we're gonna take a picture of this so we can carry it on, so we can kick off a nice time. So I think that we're gonna kick things oh, off. Oh, sure. um, she, the Herald, looks around, sees Sentry. You have brought, you have brought your own pawns. Yes, yes, I will make them fight for me. Nova, make a wisdom saving throw. GG. Yeah, mind control. Um. Or dominate mind. Dominant mind. Is it a spell? <laughs> yes. Sounds spelly to me. You can't spell. You can counter spell. Yeah, and I have counter spell. Do you? Yeah. Do you want to try counter spelling? Fuck it, YOLO. Let's do it. Okay, you will need to roll a d20 and add your charisma modifier as it is above third level. Okay, charisma modifier. It's fourth level. Casting it. Oh, it's above fourth level. Oh damn. <laughs> okay. So I'm casting it at fourth level, yeah, okay. So. Yeah, you roll the D20, add your charisma mod. Mod, not saving throw. Nope. Okay. Modifier. It's not a saving throw. This is to see if you can counter spell it. Ten! So ten total? Mm-hmm. Okay, nope, it doesn't counter spell it. So now make a wisdom saving throw. You try it. Eighteen. Eighteen. That is gonna be enough, I yeah. think, just. You feel sh- this imposing will try and drive you to act under her commands. And you almost feel your hand reaching up, almost beginning to conjure the magic. And then you just remember that explosion and Sentry's face as she was thrown out. And that gives you the strength to like, no, and you resist. I use the power of PTSD, everybody. <laughs> it was the power of friendship. Yeah. <laughs> Friend. <laughs> Nova. That's a good block. Yeah. It's your game. Oh, still me. <laughs> Shit. The... Um. And you're way at the top by the temple. Speak French. French is fine. Hi. Uh. Nova. Yeah. At the start of your turn, can you make a wisdom saving throw, please? Oh, that, really? Again. Mm-hmm. Yep. Has she got some, some kind of like aura? Must do. Maybe. Eighteen. Eighteen. So again. Just while she forcibly tries to get you to do as she commands, you feel this presence just around her. Mm. That it's hard to focus. You start seeing Sentry as as a feral guardian. You're not sure if you should attack her, but you, you're like, no, no. I, I know, I know that's my friend. Like it's it's almost like it's uh, causing madness around you, and you're not sure uh, who you can attack. Like an aura effect around her. Pretty cool. You okay. Okay. Is this 120 feet away? I mean, probably not. What, the dudes? The, the at the end. 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, 35, 40, 45, 50, 55, 60, 65, yeah, 70, 85, 90, 95, 100, 105, 110, 115, 120. It's out of range. Yeah, five spaces. Oh, mother truckers. Um, in which case... Nudge five. I'm going to... Um, Oh. What? Yeah. Sorry, I just heard what you said. If I go forward... You've got to go down the yes. steps. So. You can move. Yeah. yeah. I can move, guys. <laughs> uh, do you know what? No, screw it. In the, I think just as a reaction, because she's tried to yeah. um, boot me, I'm going to boot her back with Eldritch Blast. Okay, just, sure. Which is... Two beams. Two beams. That was cocked. Sure. 15 plus 8, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, 23. That will hit. 8 plus 8 is 16. The 16 will not hit. Okay. She, her wings 
pull her to the side. She dodges. Um, 1d10. Two points of damage. So you just graze, uh, not even really hitting her, but causing her to kind of expend some energy as she moves out of the way. Um, yep, you done? Would you like yeah. to move? Um, can I move? Uh, I'm just going to start going, I think, 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30. Oh, fell down the stairs. Okay, so you begin moving that way, yeah? Nice. All right, you hear the sounds of fighting coming from Maximilian's direction, um, but it is now eight. Let's go. 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30. She does not start in the aura. Um, the Ayla, like, points up in the air and is like, flying. <laughs> she can only do that once. That's the oh, only right. problem. Yeah. yeah, she can only throw it once. She's like, yeah, yeah, you're gonna go back up Sentry. Yeah. Can she just delay a turn or something? Yeah. Ten. Hold an action. She can hold an action, but she should move first. Yeah. So she's gonna move next to Sentry, and then she will ready an action that if it comes within range, if any hostile creature comes in range, she's gonna attack it. Cool. Um, after Ayla, we go to Lucius, Virian, Elowin, and Anastar. I assume I do a wisdom saving throw. Um. Yeah, you will. Wisdom saving throw, please. Seven. Uh, Seven, okay. Uh, You must make an attack action against one uh, creature within ranged, or if it's not within melee ranged, a ranged attack. So this will be one of your cantrips, and it'll be a random creature in range. So what's your acid splash range? Wait, what's that? 30 feet, I think. 30 feet. What's firebolt's range? 60 feet. 60 feet. So that's going to be in range. No, it's going to be in range. It's going to be in range. So one, two... Three, four, five. Let's see who you attack. Wait, Lucius. Wait, what? I found a saving throw. Oh, what for? Like that one turn. Make a uh, firebolt attack. Oh uh, no, uh, acid splash against Sentry, please. Which will also hit Ayla technically. We. It's alright. Well, that also technically. Hit Although the I am spell resistant. Ten. Uh, Magic resist. Yeah, that would do the half damage. Okay. So ten to hit, hit misses, and then acid splash. I think you can hit Ayla as well. Just um, two hit. targets. Oh, it's uh, deck saving throw. Oh, deck saving throw. Sorry, you need so to do deck saving throw for sentry. Ayla passes. Oh. Excuse me. It's against a uh, fifteen. Not twenty. Oh. <laughs> so you kind of feel yourself forced to like make this attack against your allies, thinking that they're feral guardians or confusing them in the, in a thing, but they both manage to resist. Okay. And that's me, right? So can... Force immediately take the attack action. Yep. You've still got movement and bonus actions. I'm going to push myself and away. And you kind of realize that you're, yeah, like this area around her is this swirling, confusing mess. Does it oh. feel better here? Uh, once you are more than 30 <laughs> feet away from her. Okay. So I would, yeah, potentially move as much as you can. Seems it's got mass that's money. That's a real pain in the yeah. ass. Yeah. For melee. <laughs> Can you rush the three normal dudes basically 60 feet? Okay. I made this map way too big. That's cool. Yeah. Nah. Um, that's good. I like having a big map. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's they're, their whole turn is they rush forward. So they're all feral guardians, right? Those look like not the ones you fought before. These ones actually look a little bit more put together, like they've been maintained. Okay. And you can see that they have these arm blades, basically like oh, swords cool. that come out of their cool. forearms. Cool. 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 One day. <laughs> <laughs> that will be mine. 
You hear sounds coming from Dana, but again, I'm not going to worry too much about that in the combat. Uh, and then we go to Quillock and Kolar. We're going to get one round of combat in, and then we'll probably wrap it up. Uh, I would like to cast Hold Person on her. Is a uh, question before I do that? Mm. Her wings are they actually flapping and keeping her aloft? They don't flap. They kind of move in like a weird glitchy manner, almost like um, fighter jet wings. Like they kind of like. Psh, psh. Yeah, I'll do a hold person anyway. Okay. I was wondering if that would then make her tumble to the ground. Well, no, I've seen this before, actually. She rolled a five. Oh, really? Well, she has advantage, luckily. So that's one of her rolls. Shit. (laughs) Okay. Uh, She has advantage on saving throws against spells and magical effects. Not this one, though, because I've seen it. So that one was a five. That one's a five. And now I roll the advantage, Uh which was a 13. Uh, And what's I'm saving against? Wisdom? Uh, yes. That's a 20. Son of a bitch! <laughs> oh my god! Plus seven on that. Yeah. Uh, well, so you, go to, gone. you try to grab her in this hold, and just whatever magic about her, what her matrix just rebuffs the spell. It just poof, almost dissipates it in front of you. <laughs> Burned my portent, damn it, and a level three spell. Yeah, level yeah. three for a whole person? Uh. Yeah, I think so. Might be. Um, this is the one I really wanted. Sentry. Hello. What would you like to do? Uh, oh, do I need to make a saving throw? Uh, I believe you will, yes. She's currently, we'll say that she's 30. No, she's actually, no, because <laughs> Lucius and Nova are up higher, which is why I affected them. She's about 40 feet up in the air. Okay. So currently you and Ayla don't. Okay, okay. She'll probably get lower. Yeah, cool. Cool. I will, then I will cast a moonbeam on her. Because my other one's gone, so I'll do another okay. one and so focus that on her. So that'll be a con 13 save. Okay. She has magic resistance, so I have advantage for a 22. Yeah. You did it. Take half damage or. Uh, is it, if it fails, or is it. Um, takes 2d10 radiant damage on a failed save or half as much damage on a success. Yeah, so it's 1d10. Yeah, that's a good idea. Well, roll 2d10 and then just half. Okay. That would have been 15, so... 15 is half to 7. 7. So this radiant energy kind of barrels down on top of her from above and you're maintaining the concentration, but she doesn't seem too bothered. It almost kind of makes her more sinister as she's bathed in this radiant Mm. moonlight and she just kind of looms over you all. Cool, cool, cool. Would you like to move anywhere? Um, I probably should, shouldn't I? Um, I guess I'll move... Uh, wait, move back here a bit more. Let's go 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, maybe like there. Okay. I'll take that with me. Yeah, he just follows you. Cool. So okay. I'll go there. Mm. Can you move uh, Rook at the end there? Move him. In fact, actually, uh, you watch as he brings the Her Majesty's Rose up and his form seems to get very fast. So he can dash as a bonus action. So can you move him 30 feet for me? Okay. And then another 30 feet as his move. And then another 30 feet, yeah. As his move, and then... Mm, he needs to get into melee to do either of those things. Oh, cool. So he will use just his action to dash and now basically get next to sentry. So he rushes in front of Sentry. Can he action dash, bonus action dash? Yeah, because he expeditious retreated, so... Bastard, I do that one. Uh, he would just go forward like this. He'd go, like, 
five, ten, oh, fifteen, I see. twenty, so twenty-five, thirty. Right in front of him. And he basically like, hey. and you just get the clash of blades as the Majesty's rose and the battle axe like, and you look at him and you see this. The face of somebody you knew. This isn't yeah. just like a faceless guardian. This is, you remember him going about his duties, protecting the queen. It was, you know, admiration almost. Yeah. You know, you protected the princess, he protected the queen. But that recognition is almost gone. And as he gets close to you, this kind of distraught face, the, the power from his eyes is almost gone, but he moves with rapidity and, and vitality. And as it kind of gets in close, as your blades are locked, you just hear, like, repeating under his breath, find the bride, 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 find the bride. It's just endless. Just repeating constantly. Oh, shit. needs a reboot. And that's where we're going to end today. Dang. Yeah. So next week, we will be starting in this combat. combat. Oh, man. This is hard. Happy birthday to us. It's a lot more spooky (laughs) than I thought. It was going to be. That's awesome. We'll be back next week. Kate will be back ready for this fun combat. <laughs> yeah. What a way to come back. Deep. Um, deep in big combat. Um, thanks for watching. Don't forget to check out World Anvil and D&D Beyond, the awesome sponsors for today's episode. Yeah. Bye. See, you, see you for that. Bye. Happy birthday, guys. Happy birthday, bye. 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 bye.